There is a thin divide between what is perceived as spiritual and what is perceived as paranormal, for they are forever intertwined throughout time. Traveling within the history of the world, we can find examples of spirituality that involves everything from magic, spirits, gods and goddesses, seers, or people said to be able to talk to the dead, to the great beyond. We all have our belief systems, we all have our own truths, so let us possibly bend those truths a bit with some insights and perspectives that may be different than yours or even give validation for what you see as true. Come sit with myself and the best of the best in the research, teaching, discovery, and practitioners of the day. My name is Bear Medicine Walker and I welcome you to Spiritually Paranormal. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Spiritually Paranormal. And I am so excited today because I have um, a gentleman who I admire so much for the work he does and all the stuff that he puts out there uh, in the investigation field and and, and beyond. Um, he's much of an inspiration as well um, as he's going through uh, some new challenges with running and getting physically fit and I love it and his name is Mr. Ryan Griffiths and I want to thank you for being here today Ryan and welcome. Thank you very much very much um it's an absolute privilege and an honor I must say um to be invited along so thank you very much for that. Well you know I you're very welcome and I'm I'm very privileged as well to have you here and I gotta tell you I everybody um how I met Ryan was on social media and he popped up in my feed one day earlier in the year and um, on Facebook and he was actually doing a live stream which he does a lot and his um, his group of guys that he works with do uh, many live streams too which are awesome and we'll talk about in a little bit but he was doing a uh, spirit box or a um, Ryan what are I, I can't remember right now I know Katrina told me what they were and I can't remember right now the, they're actually called the the portal well it, they're called the portal but the one that I was using was um, a specially made mini portal so they could take up investigations and things like that well, and, and the thing that's different about this is, is this the one that it uses a, um, like it's got a quartz crystal in it, quartz crystal in it, or some kind of a, a stone in it? Is that the one? No, this is a, this is a, a very similar, varied version, um, and it runs with the, the, you can use it like um, many different things, you can use different spirit box apps. Um, I actually find apps work better. Now, I know that some apps are very controversial due to the, the many programmed words that it has in it and such like, but I use apps that use genuine radio frequencies so that any um, words or sentences or anything like that that may come through are genuine rather than programmed, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, what I love about them... Um is and we could hear it on the live stream and this is how I got connected with him because um, I was watching and it was he was kind of an experiment he was doing and 
Brian would ask it questions, and we would ask it questions as well on our side. But the way these boxes work, these particular, actually hear full sentences or phrases, full phrases, you know, um, and you can hear them talking in the background. And that just fascinates me. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, one interesting thing that I, about that particular um, experiment that I did that you're, you're, you're referring to there, Bear, is um, you're right, we did. That, that was the main purpose of me doing it was because it's all very well for the user, that being myself, to ask the questions. But I was only really asking the questions when I was waiting for other questions to come through from the viewers, if you follow. And right. that, that's why I did it, because if you have yourself, for argument's sake, that's halfway around the world, and I have the box in front of me, but you can ask a question, and I just really voice that question so that Spirit can hear it, and then the answer comes through. Is that's I mean, it mentioned my full name many times during that experiment. Yeah, um, it, it also called out other names as well. I mean, it was fascinating. I loved it. I need to do another one. Yeah, they they were. It came through. I had people that were watching with me that I got hooked onto it, and my um, I call her my little sister down in Florida, here in <laughs> in the states. I got her hooked on it, and she came in, and she goes, oh, my God, it just said bear. And I said, yeah. I said, this is really a fascinating tool. And um, it was answering people, like you said, by name, and that were in listening on the viewers. And I just find that. And I actually talked to Katrina uh, Weidman, Weidman about it earlier this year, and she was like, it kind of spooks her. Because you can hear them talking about what you're doing or, you know, what's going on on the other side. And it's like, gosh, is this really connecting? Yeah. You know, it's um, blowing sometimes. Well, well, well I also, to, to tap into what you're saying there about them talking in the background, that fascinates me more so than the questions. Because I'm convinced, and I'll, I have got it recorded somewhere in my files, Um but I'll have to have another look. But I'm convinced that I could hear them saying to each other, saying, no, you go first, or is it my yeah. turn? I'm sure I heard things like that. I mean, I need to double-check it because I haven't had time. I've just been so busy since then. But, um, yeah, that I'd be worth looking at that. It, it is, and, and you, you know, um, you listen to it, and it's like this is really like a tap through. And, you know, I, I don't like labels i'm not a person that likes labels but it's like in yeah it's like into the other dimension or through the veil or whatever but it's actually giving them the energy i believe because mm -hmm. you set that like you set yours up when you did it and you had no one else there except you right. and it's like so who's talking <laughs> you know and it's like their voices though they're not um they're not like a computer recording, no, you know what I mean? They're like you and I talking. Yeah, because we there was what there's one point I remember as well um, where we weren't getting any answers coming through from the questions, but like you say, we could hear this chatter in the background, and I one of them shouted out, "I'm here!" You could hear them saying, "I'm here," or yeah. "My name's Tommy," just for example. 
you know, um, and things like that, you could hear it. And that, that's just amazing. Well, you also had um, somebody speaking, I want to say, if I recall, and this has been a while back, but I, if I'm not mistaken, I thought they were speaking also answering in German. That's right, they were. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. So it's like, how, how does that happen? And it's, to me, you know, the way people are, and, and I really truly believe, you either believe in your life yeah. or you don't. At this point in 2018, I think there's just so much evidence that they're on the other side and where our souls have energy and and they're continuing in another place that to me, it's like, okay, well, you can scientifically say whatever you want if you, but they're not going to agree with what we believe anyway. So, but I find that your journey, especially as I've been following it, you've been really doing some cool stuff uh, with your the the haunted group. And um, tell everybody a little bit about what you guys are doing. Well, um, initially, a few years back, I started a page um, called the Paranormal Channel on Facebook. Um, and predominantly, what I was doing there was just sharing my interest in the paranormal. Yes, I was part of another group and I was doing different investigations, but what I wanted with that particular page was just to share that passion for people to share their groups, for to share live videos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and Lee Roberts and Pete Cox, who I work with on the Hauntings, um, they were part of a group called Haunted Live on Facebook. And Lee was actually the very first person in the world to do a Facebook Live ghost hunt. Um, really? Yeah, that's cool. He, he he first did it on um oh I forget Periscope it was, um, okay, and then Facebook because he was a verified member of Facebook, he got right. ac- early access to going live. You see, so he thought, why not? Let's try it, and he got over two million views on on that very first Facebook live. Um, it was fascinating. So after time. Um, different people went in different directions and eventually Lee and Pete left the group that they were in. There was no malice or no hatred, no, none of that. It was all positive. It was just they went in different directions. Being friends with Lee, we got talking privately and we said, look, why don't we combine our efforts here and um, start something new? So we started the hauntings. And predominantly with the hauntings, we want to be a Facebook live not that we want to be, we are a Facebook Live um, investigation group. That's what we do. We do all our investigations live. Um, yes, we'll have our funny little snippets because we like to keep it real. That's that's our, um, we just call it our tagline, if you like. Um, we just like to keep it as real and as, off, as, as normal as possible. So what you see, in effect, is what you get. So you just mentioned about my fitness and my running and things. Lee does that also. You'll see videos from Pete where he's at work and, and different things. And it, what it shows the viewer or their intention is, and hope is to show the viewer that we're not pretending to be a TV show. We're not pretending to be the next best thing. We're just being ourselves and enjoying it. That's why I love you guys so much, and I I've encouraged so many other people um, to watch uh, your live streams. And it's the same thing, like I said, with Bex and 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 Sean. You know, you guys are real. I see real life stuff going on. You know, you stream 
um, and it's like actually happening there. You're not yeah. going for sensationalism. And sometimes, you know, like when you guys were walking through the last live stream you did um, <laughs> it, on Halloween, I think it was, wasn't it? Oh, that I, I was watching. That was great. I was going between you guys and Sean and Bex and it was like back and forth. I had two pages going and, you know, it was the same thing though, where sometimes, and people don't realize this, sometimes you are in a place and you don't always get everything, you yeah. know, like you want to get or you hope to get, but that's okay. Cause that makes it real too. And then when you're that's least right. expecting, you guys get a big bang or, you know, and I was kind of chuckling cause they were making you that day that you guys were doing that stream, they were making you guys run from one side yes, to another yes. side. Like you'd go to the side that they banged something or made a noise like on the steps or whatever. And you'd go over there and then next thing you know, they'd be banging on the other side. And I laughed because there was a man that was standing there when you were doing it. I, I don't know. It was a little bit into the feed and he was like, he looked like a butcher. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean like a butcher, like a murderer butcher, but I mean, he didn't look really thrilled and happy, but he was like a butcher and he was following you guys around and he was, and I laughed because somebody said, well, why would he be pissed off? And I said, well, he's pissed off because they're in his, like his space and he doesn't want them (laughs) there. And they said, well, is that like a demon? And I'm like, no, you know, people jump. Everything is a demon. Yeah, it's if if people are mean in life, they're they're not always happy and pleasant when they pass. So it's kind of like that. Is that what you guys were feeling that night? Well, absolutely, Bear. I mean, I couldn't even have said it any better, to be honest. Um, And I will give you some credibility on what you're saying there as well in just a second. But... I, at one point during that live feed, I mean, that was single-handedly, if you watch all our different live feeds, and of course the, the listeners, can they can go to, I hope you don't mind me plugging it, they can go to the oh. Haunting Facebook and have a scroll down through our videos and look at all our different lives. And when you do, they always run about two to three hours long and they never, ever break. We don't take breaks, we don't mess about, we don't have adverts or any of that. But back to the Halloween, on that one, it single-handedly had to be the most confusing, the most frightening, (laughs) the most active that I have ever done because we had to break that live about four times and then we had to give up because it was too much. It affected Pete and he got very sick. In fact, he was sick for about three days afterwards. He was in his bed. He had to take time off work. Um... That's exactly what you said about where it was sent was one way and bringing us back the other way is exactly right because we went towards the bank to investigate it, then another bank over the other side and we'd be running over there. And I said during the live, I said, guys, guys, and, and Lee and Pete said, what, what's up? And I said, do you not notice what it's doing? It's sending us one way and then pulling us another. But every time we try to leave the area, it bangs again to bring us back into the area. <laughs> it was crazy. I, you know, and we couldn't, we, we couldn't hear all of it. Cause yeah. I, you know, because of you guys could hear it, but you could see by the reactions that, that pray, 
Camera reactions are priceless. That's another thing oh, yeah. that tells it's you that I it's, them. <laughs> yeah, this is real. They just got spooked or jumped, you know, yeah. like they jumped a bit. But we could hear a lot of it. And it was your videos that you put up there, like you said, you know, folks, if you get a chance, go over to the hauntings page uh, over on Facebook um, and scroll through and watch them. Um, they're amazing. It's like, well, it is. It's TV. You know, it's like yeah. live streaming TV. And uh, But it'll tell you a little bit about some of the places that they're investigating, too. So yeah. that's what I love. How do you guys pick your uh, spots that you go to? Um, well, very, very briefly, you just said about the knife and, and, the, and the butcher. Oh, yeah. Place. That place yeah. actually used to be a slaughterhouse. Oh, okay. So that was just to give you a bit of backup on, on, on verification on what you're saying. So it's very, very fitting that that would actually be the case, and you wouldn't know that. Well, what's, what's cool is, you know, how they repurpose some of these old buildings. And I yeah. love the fact that after all these, you know, years and sometimes even longer like, you know, you get into decades and centuries with some of these old places that you guys all go to, um, it amazes me how they repurpose them. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's been all sorts. It's been a um, slaughterhouse. It's been, I believe it was a barn at one point. Um, it was also a nightclub. Um, it used to hold 3,000-odd people uh, on a weekend. Um, it's now a laser tag stroke airsoft. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So Did... it's, it's massive. Was it sitting on water? Because I kept yes. getting that that thing was sitting like above water, like our water was really close. It's, it's actually built on top of a river. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense then, because I kept seeing uh, like parts of because it was a slaughterhouse then. Yeah. That would make sense. I kept seeing like carcasses being dropped in the river and yeah you would you probably I would. saw some dark stuff too that happens like under, yeah. i kept seeing underneath like they would go to well, like a side of a river or a lake there was there's a tunnel that runs from there and it, it i'm not even going to guess the name of the building i forget now off the top of my head but it goes to a local building there's this tunnel that's all blocked off you can't get into it you can't see it but it's there um and there was a fire as well, and I believe if if I've got the number correctly, it was seven monks that um, that perished in that fire as well. So there was there's quite a lot of dark and quite a lot. There's been some murders happened there, yeah, um, some rapes and things like that that's happened there over the years. Um, but the re just to answer your question, you're saying about um, how do we pick the venues? Well, I believe the venues actually pick us. Okay. The reason I say that is because one weekend we'll discuss which venue we're going to investigate. Um, and we will usually, in the group chat that we have, we'll, we'll, we'll suggest two or three or four different venues. Um, and it's always one that jumps out. Do you know what I mean? And what I mean by that is we'll go to go and say we went to a forest. We thought, okay, we'll do a forest. Well, somehow the forest can't be accessible or... We'll go to the, the museum. Oh, but that's that's closed for the weekend. And then we always end up at the one that I believe that we're meant to be at. Well, it's kind of like, you know, I th and this is just my belief, but when you do this a lot, and, yeah. and like it's part of what you, it's part of your life, and it, you, you do yeah. it, and you've done it quite a while, 
it's almost like they know, spirit knows what we're doing. I mean, I, from what I do for a living, I know spirit sees us. It's not that they're going to, you know, be in front of us and influence us 100% of the time, but they're there, and I do believe they know who you are when you go to a spot. Of course they do, yeah. I, I couldn't agree with that more because the thing is it's all about, as a psychic medium, which is what I uh, do as well, and I've, I've been doing for the past nearly 20 years now, um, it's and you're a very good one at that for for people well, to check on him for that too. Thank you very much. But it is it's, you'll know yourself. It's it's when you have to set the intention. So so when you when you sit, uh, there's various different ways of calling it: sitting in the power, sitting sitting for meditations. How whichever way you want to look at it, you always set an intention. Um, if you're preparing yourself for private readings and things like that. Again, you set the intention. So the same goes for when you do your ghost hunts or investigations. You set an intention. And I can absolutely, and I know you can too, absolutely guarantee you that Spirit do exactly the same thing. They will set an intention that they are going to be coming and speaking to you or working with you or whatever the case may be, you know. Well, that's like when I have clients, um, like the day before sometimes or even during the week, before I have their, you know, meet with them for their appointment. Um, I have people that from the other side that come in spirit form that are tapping on my shoulder or speaking in my ear or saying, Hey, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay, but you know, we're not doing that right now. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm sure you get that too. So you're absolutely right. It's kind of like, Again, it's like we use a phone. They, you know, they use the ethers, I guess, would be a way to put it. You just said something that I find is a very, very passionate um, saying of of mine that I use when I give demonstrations in spiritualist churches or any any sort of speaking uh, that involves my mediumship. I always say that a very, very dear friend of mine and who I call the governor, um, and he was the man who, if you like, was like a mentor to me. And his name was um, Mr. Len Loban. And he was a teacher at the Arthur Findlay Center in Stansted, which is the spiritualist, the big mecca, the place to go mm-hmm. in the UK. And people come from all over the world to go there. Um, and he once said to me, he said, always remember, Ryan. He said, you're only ever like a telephone. He said, either the recipient is making the call to spirit or the spirit are making the call to the recipient and all you're there for is to allow that call to take place. Yeah, we're we're the channel, that's all. We're, yes. we're the conduit that they use. And, you know, that's another thing, too, and I laugh because I, I had some people over a couple weeks ago that I did some readings for here at my home, and I said, you know, you know, I give them a spiel kind of before yeah. you do it, and you know, it's a professional spiel in case they don't know what they're what what. Right, right, and it's like I always tell them, you know, it's not like us picking up a phone here and being able to dial direct. You never know who's going to come through. You never know what's going to come through. I can't just dial up and say to the other side and say, hey, can so-and-so come on over here? It doesn't work that way. And people are like, how come it doesn't work that way? (laughs) Again, again, it comes back to what I said earlier. 
It's all about setting an intention. Right. You as the medium, as the conductor, if you like, have to set an intention that you are ready to work for spirit and that spirit is ready to work for you, etc. And you get yourself in that mindset. But also that the person who comes for the reading um, or, or what have you, they also have to set the intention. So I always tell them, I always say, you know, don't... I know you've come here to speak to probably one person in particular, but I always say to them, please keep your mind open to right. all those. Send out a loving thought and think, rather than thinking too hard, just remember those memories of those loved ones that you connect with, and that is all you need to do. It's as simple as that. Just send out that love and intention and remember those happy memories of your loved ones who have passed over. And over the, over the period of the reading, perhaps you will get that connection with that person that you, you've come to speak to. Uh, you know, but there will be friends, there will be family, there will be loved ones who will want to come through as well, you know. Well, you know, it's also another thing that I always tell my clients and I tell people all the time as well that, that talk to me and ask me questions about it. It's what comes through is usually what the person needs at that time, yeah. at that place in your life. And yeah. it's a response. And, and I know the gals that were here were, one of them was really like taken aback in a good way, in a positive way. She's like, how would you know that? I go, I don't know. And it's what I'm being told. This is what spirit's telling me. Yes. You know, so it kind of blew her away in the fact that there's no way you could have known that. Well, it's not me. It's because spirit watches you and your loved ones follow you. So that's awesome. Else is evidence, isn't it? That's that's what you're looking for. I always say that you you can sit and speak to someone, whether it's through a public demonstration or a pi- private reading, or a wo- any sort of one-to-one, it, it's, it's irrelevant really, but when you're speaking to someone, you could waffle on to them for 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, it's, again, the time is irrelevant, mm-hmm. but it'll be that one thing, that one piece of information, or that one description of a certain individual that you're claiming to have with you, anything like that, that's the golden nugget, I call it, and mm-hmm. that is, qu- like you just said, it's about what they need to hear at that time, and it's about what needs to be said at that time. And it's that one thing that they will always, if you, if, as long as you get that golden nugget, they will always turn around and say to you, how did you know that? <laughs> yeah, that that's always priceless. That's one of those, yeah. you know, Memorex or Kodak moments, you know. It's like, Absolutely. I love the yeah. looks on their face, you know. It's great. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if you're the same thing, but Spirit knows time is nothing to spirit time is a human thing and i believe even like in like re-watching like some of your live streams i've gone back and re-watched some of them and stuff and i can hear spirit through them and i know my daughter quite my daughter also has a gift but she's not embraced it yet maybe she will maybe she won't but she knows and understands it but she's 25 so she still has questions about it it's oh. like mom when you're watching this stuff how can you sense what you're sensing i said because spirit knows no time so like if i'm watching your live feed from two weeks ago or three weeks yeah. ago we as mediums and i'm sure you can do this too yeah. you can pick up things from that area you don't even have to be in the same 
spot, even if it is live, to be No, I understand, up, right? I understand exactly what you're saying. Absolutely, and I agree 100%. Um, it, it, it's like you say, again, and it will always will come back to the same thing, setting intention. If, you, if, you're, if you're watching it, you're obviously setting that mindset and that intention to see what you can pick up on, to see what you can feel, sense, hear, all that sort of thing, using all the clairs. You know, you're there, you're there um, with a purpose. And, of course, that's when spirit will come through. It's no different to doing, actually doing the live live or using a portal box or any of these sort of things. It's all about the intention. And, I, you know, I could keep saying that because that's exactly what it is, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I was watching, too. What Your favorite um, tools and stuff to use, um, I find I was watching you guys, and I thought, hmm, you guys like the old-fashioned stuff, as well as some of the new stuff, and I'm not saying you don't, but it's like um, watching your feet. Like, you were using REM pods and tor- torches, you know, and to me, that's a huge I like old school you know because and not that I I'm not fascinated by the new school but what what are some of your favorite um it sounds so funny what are your favorite tools what are your what's your favorite kit uh box to take on your investigations when you guys go well I I like to I like to take my socket set my my hammer um (laughs) um... (laughs) you're so bad no as a serious note, the best tool, um, and it's also personal, and it's also um, any advice I would give someone, the best tool is yourself. Because I always say to people, and I say the same to the lads before we go live, right, guys, pay attention to how you feel. Um, pay attention to all the ailments that you have, your, your physical ailments, and, and, and notice if any of that changes while we go live. And if it does, tell me. You know, because... That's there's nothing better than your own ears, your own eyes, your own feelings, you know, your own body, really. You know, um, these that that for me is the best piece of um, equipment that you can possibly use. Aside from that, I like to use EVP, and like you said, going back to the old school, so we'd be talking about like thousand rods and um, K2 meters and things like that, but it's all about the experience for me. You know, and for the the two lads I work with, Lee and Pete, it's all about the experience. Well, what does your lovely wife and daughter think about what you do? Are they, do they participate in it sometimes, or? Well, my my wife Sally, she absolutely loves the paranormal. Um, she's she's not um, how you would say psychic, but well, I would say she was psychic, but she would tell you different. Um, she they always do. The ones yeah. that don't do it like all the time, they you know they're really good at what they do, but they don't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> I, I think I think personally, um, Sally and uh, and Bonnie really, uh, my daughter, they're, they're both very similar to how you describe your daughter. They they sense things, they'll see things, they'll they'll get intuitions, different things like that. Um, but they tend to keep it to themselves. Or Sally might every now and again say something, you know, that she's getting a feeling or or what have you. But Sally predominantly l- likes to be the investigator. 
you know, again, like when I go live, I'm not a medium per se. I will use my mediumistic skills, but I prefer to be an investigator, again, for the experience. Um, and Bonnie, she sees a lot of things, not so much recently, um, but she, every now and again she'll mention th about how she's seen this or she's heard someone say this to her, etc. So I believe... And I've been told by other mediums that Bonnie will be a very good medium. Um, that it's just a simple case of let life take its course at the moment. Yeah, kind of like I, I, my daughter is like she does a lot of dream walk, which I see a lot of stuff in dream walk with my own family. You know, yes. um, that's how they communicate with me, my family and friends that have passed, and and that's the way my daughter is too but it's like you can't push it and sometimes if they don't want to embrace it it's okay you know yeah. um kids i just you know if they see it or they don't see it it's like i tell people you know tell them it's okay and you know if if you don't know how to explain it get hold of me but it, it'll be all right you know no matter how it is not like when i was a kid or even when you were probably younger um, it was sort of rough out there for some of us, you know. Oh, yeah. um, we were kind of looked at like crazy people. I, I think some aspects we still, we still are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I look at you. I think you're crazy. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> most, most people do. Most people do. <laughs> Plus I'm Scottish, so that yeah. kind of messes okay, up no. the balance. Well, you know, maybe over there, but here everybody likes the Scots, you know. Um, I actually grew up, and one of my mom's best girlfriends was Scott, a Scott, and the man she married was a Scott. So I was around cool. the Scots all the time, and, um, you know, her kids learned to dance, and, uh, you know, they played bagpipes, her sons, and, uh, you know, the ba and my daughter, what was really funny about it, when my daughter um, graduated from college, she graduated from Alma College here in Michigan, and okay. they, they're the Scots. And so when I walked in and we sat down, and I didn't know they were going to do this, but they play bagpipes there. The band <laughs> got bagpipes there, and my daughter, after four years, she, she was finally off campus. But they would practice the bagpipes year yeah. round and she said after a while she says you kind of ignore it but when you're first there the first year she's like oh my gosh they're out there at like eight o'clock in the morning playing the pipes you know yeah yeah and when she graduated the doors opened and then they walked and the pipes come in and that was such <laughs> a sign for me for my mom that she was still around you know yeah watching yeah. it in the pipes, so so yeah, you Scots kind of well, get a get a good good pause here. <laughs> at least we get get some embrace somewhere yeah. in the world because over here it's the it's not so not 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 so the, such the same thing because it, obviously the English hate the Scots, the Scots hate the English, the English hate the Welsh, the Welsh hate. Oh, yeah. it's just, we are we are the worst people, and not I don't mean the Scottish, I mean the British. Are yeah. The worst people for arguing amongst themselves we well are, you know, it's, it's a sad place we live in period ryan right yeah. now i think there's a lot of i mean and i get your history is a the history of the in the scotland is, is a very bloody history and so is yes. british but w i think here in the united states it's elevated to um so much where 
people are just hateful. And, I mean, yeah. nobody smiles. I mean, you can go to the store. Everybody's cranky. You know, it's um, it's just not a place. That's why I live in a cave on a lake in the woods. Yeah. Say, oh, my gosh, when they see me, you're still up here? And I'm like, yeah, I live here, have lived here for a long time now. 20 yeah. years I've been here. So it's like, yeah, so people that's, in general. That's the way to live. That's the way to live because where I come from in is a place called the Shetlands, which is um, in the middle of the North Sea, um, and it's it's you can't get any further north in the British mainland, um, not the British mainland, in the British um, would you call it in the United Kingdom? Sorry, I can't mm-hmm. the word there. So it's further furthest northern point, um, and. Up there, it's, we're talking about the cold. It can get as cold as minus 12, that sort of thing. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but, that's, that's a sunny day here in Michigan. <laughs> oh, let's, let's not start that one again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, the point I'm making is, is what happened is Norway, going back long, 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 long time ago, Norway gave Shetland to Scotland as a wedding gift. Um oh. So we we come from my family especially come from um, genuine Viking stock. Ooh. So hence when I fight in the cage and do my boxing and things, I I have the nickname the Viking. Um, <clears throat> and as it goes, I've got my last fight next year, so we'll get that out of the way and then I can relax. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, when when I know it's very morbid, but when I pass when I go back home to spirit. Um, I want um, a lone piper. That's quite a common thing to have in Scotland. You don't see it so much these days, but it's a very um, traditional thing to have a lone piper as as um, you are entering the church and being taken back out of the church kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that's that's what I want. And uh, of course, the, the tune that I would they call it playing outward tunes on outward pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes back to William Wallace's day and things like that, you know. So oh, that's quite, really going back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, very traditional. And it's good to see that you're saying there about um, them playing the pipes and things. That's beautiful because it keeps the tradition going, you know. Oh, I love it. I, I You know, we had they had four pipes in the front and four pipes in the back. So they were like... Yeah you know, walking in to and being embraced by these beautiful, beautiful sounds of the pipes. So it was really cool. It's not for everyone, though. No, not everyone enjoys it. My mom and I loved it. My dad loved it. And my dad was actually uh, Belgium. He came over when he was seven years old um, from World War One. He's he's long past, but it, you know he came through. His family was over there in Belgium and France and everywhere through World War One. So uh, my grandfather was actually a mechanic for the wow. airplanes uh, out there, and uh, so yeah, it was kind of cool. Uh, and this was my adopted family, but um, it, it was. Uh, it's cool to look through history. And now, you know, like you guys do, you guys look through it in a different way and collect evidence of it, which is That's absolutely right. fascinating. So what do you guys got coming up this year? Or this well, actually, I will say next year because we're entering into the holidays and a lot of people, you know, want to take time for that. Well, something that may excite you a little bit, hopefully not too much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
for those okay. listening who, for those <laughs> listening who don't know me, I have a very very twisted sense of humour. Oh, that's okay. Um, I love it. But yeah, um, this year just finished filming um, with uh, one of the biggest reality stars over here, um, Katie Price. Um, myself and Lee Roberts went down to her house and. We performed a cleansing in, on our house. Um, a lot of it wasn't shown. They only showed, like, I think about three minutes of it, and it was only little bits. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't really do it justice, but we did a full house cleanse for her because she was experiencing a lot of negative energies and things. And that went on to mainstream television here in the UK. So That's that awesome. Was, uh, that was, I mean, it was the very first episode of her new series. Her last episode of her previous series got over 4 million uh, viewers watching it, so mm-hmm. you, can, you can get an idea as to how many would have been watching our show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, it's been um, newspaper articles, um, we've had interviews done in newspapers, um, speaking with people such as yourself, um, we've had lots of radio, things like that, so it's been really a media circus at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Talk um, to me about, your before you, and uh, we'll get back I'll let yep. you get back so you let it, but I want to, while it's fresh in my head, cleansing, house cleansing. What mm-hmm. are your feelings? And I mean, I know you do it, and I know I do it, but what are your feelings? Don't you, um, well, no, I'll just, I won't put my thoughts into it. What do you feel about doing house cleansings? I feel the majority of the time um, when someone says, oh, can you come and clean my, cleanse my house? I was going to say clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> you can come do that, Ryan. I don't yeah, know. I'm sure. There's, there'll, I'll be inundated with messages asking, can you come with your Dyson Hoover, you know? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I find with the majority of cases, when people approach me about their having activity, a lot of it is what I call um, mental phenomena. Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that is, again, I mean it with respect. To, to the majority of the times, it's when you get a feeling or a bad feeling in a home, quite often that's it. Anything that happens from that point on, it's paranormal, it's 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 evil, it's negative, it's and then of course you're building that energy. Mm-hmm. So quite often when it starts, it's just something very very simple, okay. But what what in, tends to happen in more cases, or I certainly find in my experience, in more cases than not, it turns out that they're building that negative energy themselves through thinking that that negative energy is there. If that makes any sense. Oh, it does. Uh, so it blows away the natural causes. So which, if a door slams, in actual fact, nine times out of ten, it's not spirit at all. In fact, it's very, very rare to actually come across a case that has that level of activity. Um, but, of course, there is the cases that do. Um, when those cases come across, come along, I tend to just approach it with a very, like I said before, again, coming back to what I've said a few times now about setting an intention... I set a different kind of intention. Many folk, when they do clearances, they will go and they will start communicating with their loved ones. And I say, everyone has their own way of doing it. In my eyes, there's no right or wrong way of doing it, as long as you do it with the right intention and the right tools, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making 100% sense here. Yep, yep, yep. You, you, You will do it completely different to I do it. But the intention is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So, what I what I've noticed is you'll get these so-called mediums. I will call them, and that's to put it politely. So mm-hmm. you know, 
there, I know there'll be people listening who who might take offence, and I mean, I mean no disrespect by that. But um, well, I'll call it like it is. There's a lot of plastic mediums out there. There's a lot of yeah. plastic, uh, and I again I hate uh, labels, but psychics. You know, it's like yeah. they pop up everywhere. So it's kind of rough on the people that actually do it for a living well, that are real. You yes. know, so yeah, a, a psychic is a psychic, but a psychic is not a medium. But a medium right. is both a psychic and a medium. Yeah. Um. But <clears throat> just quickly getting back onto the <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> pardon me, folks. You're all right. Um. What I find in most cases with those type of mediums, we'll call them, because that's what they like to call themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. Is they will arrive at a, a location, they will walk in, and oh my god. This energy is so evil. And then then once they realize that the reaction from that is starting to dwindle, they then start to link in with the people's loved ones. Now, my biggest query of all is why are they doing that? Yeah. Why, why are you even, why are you giving readings? Why, why are you there? Why are you passing on med- That shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, in some cases, in extreme cases, where you'll go to a location and you're not picking up anything evil. The only energy that you're picking up is their loved ones. So what I would suggest is in that um, in that instance to just quickly say what needs to be said and then explain that there's nothing to worry about. I mean, there, there's ways to do it, as you know, Bear, but um, just to do it briefly is you'll explain who these spirits are and why they are coming forward. And more often than not, they just want to be heard. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? that's what I feel too. Um I'll tell you, though, with people that I know and with myself as well, especially in winter when you have all your windows and doors um, shut, Ryan, it's kind of like just what you said because people build up energy, right? Yes. And I often tell people, save your house. You know, walk through your house and do a clockwise and leave a window open, start at the window, walk through the house and end back at that window or that door and push all that negative energy out. And sage actually does clear the energy field. Yes, it does. And um, they've used it uh, for eons and it's uh, um, something I do regularly, maybe because of what I do, but I you know, I did it even before I really did this as a, like, um, you know, as a thing, as my job or whatever, however yeah. you want to put it. So I, I like to clean the house out. And, you know, when you have people over, and I'm sure you guys are the same way, Ryan, you, you have people over to your house, you have, you know, they come in, you know, and they're carrying baggage, they're carrying yeah. stress, they're carrying their own energy, and they leave that. It's kind of residual, just yeah. like spirit. You know, in an old building, like we were talking about early, sometimes you get residual energy and it locks into a place. So I love to cleanse. I'm a huge smudger and uh, I smudge often. And uh, it's a good way to clean, especially, do you do that for yourself, Ryan? I do, yeah. The investigations and stuff? Yeah, um, on on location, Obviously, with the locations, not so much because the majority of the locations that I will go to for an investigation, etc., or um, to do one of our lives, is usually um, it's a public event place. So they they're going regular. So it'd be unfair 
I mean, a lot of people disagree about making money on locations, but some people, and that's not myself, but some people who um, have these locations would be pretty pissed off if I suddenly went in there and <laughs> started um, using my Dyson Hoover, you know. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing is, is also we talk about the word cleanse when, mm-hmm. when we sage, and that is absolutely right. That's exactly what it's doing. But it's also an energizer because... Mm-hmm. I also find that when I'm sitting and I'm putting myself in that mental state, and again, here we go again, for, I'd love to count these. In fact, before I continue, Bear, what you should have done at the beginning is said, note to self, how many times will Ryan say <laughs> setting the intention? But, you know, and then you could have like a little counter going, bing, 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 bing. But it's um, important. And that's, <laughs> important, that's an important thing that people have to understand. So you driving that home that's not an annoying thing it's a good thing it's a reminder and what it is is it's also work during people listening it will also work as a subconscious lesson that they're learning as well um because that's exactly it when i sit and i put set that intention to um get myself in that mind state that i'm either going to do an investigation or i'm going to give a private reading or what have you then a little bit of sage seems to give me that sort of boost you know it gives me that lovely sense and lovely feeling when i can smell it burning around about me and i can feel those energies moving it's it's just a wonderful feeling so um i believe it to be a massive energizer as well you know because in essence that's exactly what it's doing when it's cleansing yeah absolutely okay so back to and i'm sorry i got you off track but i thought that was kind of an important thing so back to what's coming up next year so next year we have lots coming up and it's going to be even more and yes even more jam-packed than what this year has been um we have a number of tv projects that we are working on which is why we've kind of been a little bit over the past month two months we've been a little bit silent um, when you're not being so active with the lives because we're spending a lot of our time um, doing Skype calls to producers and things because there's a lot of interesting things that, as you understand I can't talk too much about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, however there is one in particular um, again I can't too much too much talk about too much detail with it but there's one in particular that I think might excite you and that is one where myself and Lee um if everything works out well, could be coming to the U.S. Ooh, yeah, that would be fun. Oh, that all would be so fun. Say, yeah, all I can say is um, it won't just be for a one-stop shop. It won't just be for one thing. That's all I can tell you about it at the minute. I know that's very cryptic, but in the world of TV, you kind of have to be a little bit cryptic with contracts and etc. Absolutely know, so, fun, and and of course we've got a massive trip to the Shetlands that we're planning for the summertime, um, where we're going to do, and I can tell you a little bit of detail about that. We are we're going to do uh, six six live feeds at six different locations that date back to the Viking era. Um, not only that, one of them is a, a Viking settlement. Um, oh. That's been that was recovered um, by an archaeological um, dig, so that'll be a massive one. Um, and it's none of it's ever been investigated before. In fact, Shetland hasn't even been investigated in the slightest before. 
Wow. Massive, massive new things coming. That would be really, that's intriguing. That's really intriguing. I have a, we have a, I typically have overwhelming, like, feelings, and I kind of tend to avoid those kind of spots sometimes. Like, I don't mind going in if I haven't, like you said, setting the intention to go in and see what you can find. Like, I've been to battlefields here in the U.S. down, you know, from the Civil War, um, which just, I mean, there's so much activity, you don't know which way to turn. And I'll go into, we have um, a Henry Ford Museum here in Michigan, and it's got a lot of old stuff. You know, they they bring buildings in from other states and, re, you know, put them back up, historical things. And, yeah. you know, uh, it, it tends to <laughs> kind of overwhelm, overload you sometimes. But to go to a location like that um, would be like for me going to, like, Indian mounds that we found here and actually have some here in the forest uh, near yeah. me. Um, it's amazing. And energy. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. But um, with the particular the Shetland one, and we've got the, obviously the Viking settlement. Um, one slightly, obviously more modern, but we've got a lighthouse. But there is a particular story about that lighthouse that we'll obviously go into when we do the live feed. Um, mm-hmm. There's all there was a massive fishing disaster that happened there, where lots of people lost their lives and things. Um, there's also an interesting one that I think you might like as well um, is we're going to do a live feed on the Gunnister man, his name is. I don't know if you can say that the same way, but how we say it in, in Scotland is Gunnister. Um, and this gentleman, going back hundreds of years ago, um, was travelling across a field at New Year's night. I imagine he was going from one house to another house, um, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. doing the old first foot and thing. Um, and he he slipped and fell and banged his head, which killed him. And he um, he fell into a peat bog. Oh, so about a five, peat bog. And they yeah. found him whole, right? They, they found him perfect. Yeah. Um, obviously, he 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 starting to leather and things like that. But mm-hmm. he he was he was um he was found intact. Um, so we're gonna nobody knows the full story behind it. Um, body's now in London somewhere, I believe, in, the, in one of the museums. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be one that we'll do as well. And it's, like you just said there, it's things about that dates back. Someone once said to me, why is it when you connect a spirit, they're always someone from the Victorian era or, or, or previous to that? And I think that's so inaccurate, you know, because I've connected with spirit that are less than two weeks past. Yeah. You know, and things like that. But what I love is the history. I love um, connecting with people from a different time zone, from a different era. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's for me is what it's all about. Because you get to learn, hopefully, learn a little bit about how they lived and and what times were like then, and the different words that you used to speak with. I gotta tell you that the house I'm in now, I've been in for eight years. But before I got into this house, we were down the road. Uh, my daughter and I; she was still in high school at the time, um, and it was a smaller cottage, not like my house. And we were staying there, and it was like we were on a 
time slip line, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And we actually had people, and this was a big logging era area, yeah. and uh, we actually had all these people from back in the 1800s that were walking through the house, spirit. And people that would be at my house, they would see them too. So it wasn't just me. It was like, what? was that so we were like in the path of that (laughs) my daughter and I learned so much about that particular era um me by talking with some of them that knew I could see them we actually had a woman that walked through and saw my daughter she was sitting at a desk by the computer and she looked at my daughter like who are you what am I like we would see it right so they were seeing us and my daughter was like mom who is that you know and and she actually the woman walked through the house and they would come down to this lake during the winter time um to ice fish and party you know like why well, we use yeah. the word party but you know it was kind of festive they'd have uh but it wasn't there were no houses down here it was still woods and lakes so it was um, interesting. So what you're saying about learning about a space, absolutely, to me, yeah. it's fascinating. It's hey, better than watching a movie or reading a book. Well, that's it. I mean, everyone always talks about, um, oh, I could write, I could make a film about my life and stuff like that. I really could because the experiences that I've had is just unreal. And with those type of experiences where, like you just said there, almost like a time slip. I've had that very same experience, you know, where different spirit are passing by and people will talk about them being residual, you know. But I don't believe so. In some cases, yes, they are residual. In other cases, it's just, I believe it is two different time slips sort of merging, if that, like two different time levels. Yep, a different uh, dimension. Yes, yep. that's it. And um, it's is, it is fascinating, especially if you're lucky enough to have some sort of communication. Yeah. Well, I believe that everybody has the ability. I just believe that at a young age, you know, society kind of teaches a lot of people that, you know, it's kind of taboo, or they used yeah. to anyway. Not so much now in 2018 but I do believe in past well I know I'm sure you do too growing yeah. up I mean it's like yeah okay nothing like being bullied by you know, people yeah. that think you see things yeah yeah you don't want oh, totally. <laughs> it's the, the problem with and the reason all that happens the um in past times and to some degree in these times now is purely because the world is so materialistic yeah that um that people don't, if we're, if we're being brutally honest with ourselves, people really don't give a hoot. No. You know, all all they care about getting views on Facebook or getting shares or being themselves. You know, uh, it's all about themselves mm-hmm. rather than. Um, and that kind of sounds a little bit ironic because you kind of want people to be themselves, but right. they're not actually being themselves. They're only thinking of themselves. If that makes yeah. sense. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. It's all about what sense. clothes to wear and what yep. all that rubbish. Well, you know, with the holidays coming up, I, I was talking with somebody the other day that I ran into while I was out and about, and they said to me, I you know, I don't know how I'm going to do the holiday this year. And I said, why, mm. what's up? And they said, well, you know, just don't have the extra cash to get. I said, you know what? It's not about that. It's about 
being enough. You know, it's like if you don't have cash, that's okay. Get back to what the holidays really are. If you want to give somebody yeah. a gift, call somebody you haven't spoken to in a year that was a good friend and for some reason you fell out of touch. Or go over to an elder in your community and spend time with them. Or make a pie or invite them over for drinks and, and cards, you know, to play games or something. Game. I said, that's what it is. That's enough. You know, reaching out, and I think you're right. I think people have lost um, a part of their humanity, their compassion, their ability to talk with each other. Yes. They're always on their freaking phones, right? Oh, Everything's on the phone. You know, it's like the phone is attached to their hand. And my rule of thumb, when they come here in the house, unless I'm not doing something with them or I don't care. You know, if my daughter comes home with David and they're here and, you know, they're just kind of chilling in the other room, that's fine. But normally if I'm in there talking, it's like the phones go away or you're not getting fed, put the phones down. Okay. And, and they've gotten to the point where they do that now. And it's like, gosh, it's stress free. (laughs) I don't have as much stress. I wonder why. Well, maybe because you're not on your phone. That's right. And, I know. couldn't agree more because the, the, the thing is, is that that's it's all about the younger generation, the millennials, if you like, mm-hmm. um, all coming forward with a technology and burying their heads in it. And our day it was a case of when the kids got fed up, you threw them outside to go and play in the mud and, and, <laughs> yeah. and the sticks. These days, it's, you you throw an iPad at the kids and say, "Here, shut up! I'm watching Emmerdale or I'm watching yeah. whatever yeah. programs you guys watch over there." You know. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's atypical of of human life well it's up in your generation because you're younger than me you could be my kid um but and i would love that that wouldn't be a problem but it's up to us to teach these young people what it is and and to get that compassion i'm very proud of my daughter and her other half uh because that's the way they are and that's the way they were brought up and that that's good because i i always say to people especially Again, linking with my mediumship, that I, I recently did a, a, I was going to say an investigation at a church. <laughs> it wasn't an investigation. Um, you can see my mind's just overloaded at the minute. Um, it's like investigation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just had a demonstration of mediumship, and we were chatting away about it beforehand and afterwards. And I, again, I said, like you said about giving a spiel to those that come and get get the readings. I gave a similar spiel to those sitting in the congregation, and I said to them, I said, you know, I said, don't expect anything. I can't guarantee anything while while I'm on this rostrum or while I'm taking this platform. Mm -hmm. But what I can actually, I I said to them, the only thing that I can actually guarantee or um, you can expect is for me to be myself. And I said to them immediately, I said, look, if I cause any offence, I massively apologise for that. That is not my intention. Um, my Because the guide that I work with, and I actually feel him pulling him very, very close to me now as I'm speaking. Um, but he's very, very wicked and very, very cheeky as well. Mm-hmm. So, so the way that I come across is that way. I, I like to use a lot of humour in my work as well. Mm-hmm. So and the point I'm making is in some cases, I have seen, there's always one at every church. In some cases, there's a few, but there's always one who is of the older generation, bless them, and they sit at the back, they've been a member of the church for 50-odd years or however long, 
mm-hmm. know, and they will give you the what I call the death stare. Pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I'm having a laugh and I'm having a joke, and I, I always say to people, look, how do we move? No wonder ten years ago nobody was interested in mediums. No wonder the, the paranormal side of things was a little bit more under the radar because mm-hmm. nobody had, forgive the expression, nobody had the balls mm-hmm. to stand up and be themselves instead. And again, it falls back into what we're saying about the younger generation. It's Instead, what they did was they play-acted to how people, they thought that people expected them to behave, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So I cause offence to 100 people a day. But <laughs> That's our job. If we don't yeah. do that at least to one person a day, we haven't done our job. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you, are you sure you're not my mother? <laughs> you I know, swear, but, we are so much alike. We could be sister and brother, mother well, and son, either or, uh, because I'm very blunt, too. And when I do yeah. readings, you know, I always tell them it's given with love, but don't. Don't don't beat up the messenger cause, and make sure that what you ask is what you want to hear because I'll bring it through however it needs to come through, whether it's through laughter, like you, the same as you. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll give you an example of how it worked very, very briefly. I was mm-hmm. doing a demonstration. It was a Sunday service, so it was a divine service at the Spiritualist Church. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the prayers. I did the philosophy, which I absolutely adore, the philosophy. Um, and then I went into this messages. And there was a lady sitting at the front, and I started speaking to her. I described the lady who, another lady who was coming through to speak with her. Um, and it turned out to be her aunt or something like that, if I remember rightly. Anyway, during it, I said, oh, for fuck's sake, excuse the language, <laughs> And I, I said, will you just get up off your arse and get that house sorted? And <laughs> the whole room, including the church's committee and the president, they all, you just had this unanimous... <gasps> And I thought, do you know, and then I went, and the be- this is a bit that I, I had everyone laughing, because I thought, oh my God, I'm going to get lynched. Uh-huh. You know? But obviously I had, I quickly explained that it was the spirit that I was linking with, mm-hmm. that that's how she would speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, the bit that got them laughing was I went, oh, balls. Because <laughs> I, I let, the, I let the, the physical mind, t- my mind take over, and realised that I'd made a mistake, so I went, oh, ball. And then everyone gasped, and I went, oh, shit. And then everyone, oh. I thought, as much as that was highly embarrassing, I couldn't have asked for it to go any better, because <laughs> that is how I work. I always say to people, I will remember my P's and Q's, but every now and again it does slip. And if it slips, it generally it is me, but it can be that, Again, linking to how spirit comes through when you're here in the physical, you have a character, I have a character. When we pass the spirit, we have the same character. We just become a little bit more aware because we know how the world works then, if that makes sense. Yep. So yep. the person we are or the person we, we, go, we are when we pass. So yeah, it, absolutely. You know. Oh, absolutely, 100%. I'm so glad you're saying this. <laughs> and that, that, that's why that lady was coming through effing blinding and blinding. Mm-hmm. And then it pushed out on me because my guide also does that. So he he comes through and it's just so. I have to say to him, I can't I can't say that. Do you know what I mean? But that's the professional. <laughs> that's the professional in me. You know where I, where where I say no, and that that's what shows I believe to be an educated medium. 
unlike these plastic mediums that you you referred to earlier. Mm-hmm. Is an, an educated medium should be aware and should be in full control, full control of the full situation. And when they are ready to close things down, that is exactly when it happens. And of course, there is the opportunity then that if Spirit decide to withdraw and say, look, you've worked enough, then they can also control things. But um, plastic mediums, you will always hear them say the, the, the usual same rubbish. They always say, oh, I've, um, this is happening, that's happening, oh, evil's coming, it's so dark in here, I can't control it and stuff. What a load of rubbish, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I laugh because, uh, like I said, when I had the people over I had a couple weeks back, back, whatever it is now, um, the one gal that really got a really super strong message, that's the way it came through was he said the same same type of thing, you know, like, you can effing tell me that, and she just looked at me like, oh, my gosh, and I, it was like yeah. that priceless moment, and I said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. She goes, oh, my gosh, she goes, that's exactly what I had said, you know, and this and that. You got to be that. You know, people are the same. They speak the same way they did when they were alive. And, and well, Bear, it's exactly what I – and the way to go to go full circle on, on, on the whole subject that we just spoke about, it kind of ties in nicely for me to say that it's like, it's like that golden nugget I spoke about earlier. Yeah. It's like once you get that – once you get that information, that – golden nugget that one thing that, that that proves that you do have their loved ones here with you then that's it you should be there's a thing that we work with it's called cert okay you you look at the the communicator the evidence the reason tie it up mm-hmm. so that that that's a professional way that we the, the snu the spiritualist national union over here they would sort of get you working with that as you were going through your development and basically that asks you to get your communicator understand who your communicator is then pass over the evidence that's needed or the or the message that's needed if that makes sense mm-hmm. and then find out the reason why they've come forward and pass that over and then start to tie the message up mm-hmm. you know and of course that that sounds very quick and very regimented but in actual fact that can that can all happen in 30 seconds or 30 minutes do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, oh, absolutely, I do. But but that that's that's a stronghold. Again, coming back to the plastic mediums, they won't know anything about that. So when they stand and give their so-called demonstrations or readings, that's why it's very generalised because they can't, they don't know how to communicate and work with spirit properly. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, well, I love I you. I can't. I can't. I gotta tell you, I can't believe we've come to this. I mean, we could talk for hours, you and I. Yeah, I really yeah, do yeah. believe that. <laughs> I really do believe that. But I want you to tell everybody again, and you, so they can hear it directly from you. Where can they find you, and uh, uh, on social media or whatever, or if they want to get in touch with you for a reading, if you are doing them, and they can get in touch with you. How do they go about doing that? Cool. Well, firstly, um, to follow me on social media, you just need to go onto Facebook and type in at official Ryan Griffiths. That's at official Ryan Griffiths, and that will take you to my um, my professional main page. And on there, you will find on the header of the pa- the page, you will find um, my Twitter login, um, my sorry, my Twitter tag and my Instagram tag and things like that. So, be able to follow me that way. 
You can also, uh, and that's of course, if you message that page, my official page, um, and let me know your query about what you're, what service you're looking for, whether it's a reading, the house clearance, etc. Then we'll, myself or one of the team will get back to you, and we'll get the ball moving on that. Um, also, the hauntings on Facebook, which is where you'll find all the live streams, like myself and Bear were mentioning before. Um, so you just type in at the hauntings TV on Facebook, and you'll take you straight there. You'll you'll um you'll see it's us. There's only three guys in the profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> Three handsome lads. <laughs> yeah. But what, what, lastly, just before we, we tie up, lastly, I would like to say as well, a massive, massive round of applause from Spirit, from us, for you, Bear, for, for keeping on this show. And also, to also stick the idea out there about what your listeners and yourself think about the idea that um, maybe organizing a U.S. trip where myself and... Uh-oh. Did I lose you? Oh, I lost him. Where did he go? Oh, no, here, okay, here. there you are. Okay. Perhaps, I don't know how yourself or the viewers feel, but perhaps we can uh, do a U.S. trip at some point and maybe myself and yourself can do a mediumistic night. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. I would love that. And I, w- I would, even if we didn't do that, I'd love to just come up and give you a great big old hug, Brian. Absolutely. Well, give me a big old hug. If, if if all things work out next year, we will make sure that we come and we can get that hug. Oh, that would be wonderful. I thank my wonderful, amazing, young, beautiful, handsome young man, Ryan Griffiths, for stopping in here today. And for all of you listeners, make sure you check these guys out and this young man out. He's an amazing, inspirational man. And, Ryan, I wish you and your family many blessings through this holiday season. Thank you. And give your lovely wife and your beautiful young daughter a big hug from a bear, too, okay? I, I will do. I will do. Thank you very much again. Thank you for listening in today on Spiritually Paranormal as brought to you by the Wolf and the Bear Network. Many blessings of the day to you all. Music has been brought to you by Chris Faree and is available over at chrisfaree.com and iTunes. <laughs>